Welcome to Dark Vandalia. I'm Sean. Today we discuss one of the many cryptids of West Virginia. This one often gets compared with Bigfoot due to its name, but I think it deserves a bit of a different classification. Today we discuss Sheep Squatch. We begin near Point Pleasant, West Virginia. It was 1994. A group of women were driving their way through the hills on a cold, icy winter evening. As they came around one of the bends, they had to rush to a stop, because what they saw in front of them was a large, white, bipedal creature. It stood there, cowering before the lights, frozen, shielding its eyes. Before the woman could react, the creature bolted up the hill. This would go on to become the first official sighting of the Sheep Squatch. Just a few months later, a Navy veteran was out hiking through the forest, still in the Point Pleasant area. As he was hiking along, he came down across a creek or a stream. He paused to rest there for a little while, and while he was doing so, he noticed a movement coming from a little ways upstream. And shortly thereafter, a creature emerged from the brush line walking on two legs. It walked up to the creek bed and knelt down on all fours and be began to drink. From his unseen vantage point, the Navy veteran was able to watch the creature for several minutes until it had quenched its thirst and returned back to the brush line. With this second sighting, the legend of the Sheep Squatch was truly beginning to take form. The Sheep Squatch is a bipedal humanoid monstrosity. It stands between six and nine feet tall. It is mostly covered in fur, a white or a light gray. Its head is large and elongated, with a dog or perhaps a sheep-like snout. But in this case, that snout is filled with some large menacing teeth. Crowning this head are two large ram-like horns that swirl about. The creature's hands are similar to those of a human, but I think it'd be more accurate to portray them as uh, being similar to raccoon hands. Oddly splayed, with long gangly fingers, ending in sharp razor-like claws. Most accounts also include that the creature has a long hairless tail. Thanks to its name, the creature is often thrown in with the legs of Bigfoot. Understandably so. I think this creature may have uh, more in common with creatures of a more mythological history. Let's take a moment to look at some creatures who were written about back in ancient Greece. Satyrs. Now, satyrs, originally and by textbook definition, were human-horse hybrids. Not centaurs on four legs, but just your standard bipedal human-horse hybrids, like everyone's familiar with, right? Over time, this depiction faded rather quickly to being more of a goat-man hybrid which was actually an appearance that they kind of hijacked from the Greek god Pan. Pan was the god of the rustic mountain wilderness, in addition to other things. And he was actually the inspiration for the word panic, which seems somewhat appropriate here. 
but apparently he and the other gods didn't always get along so well. In addition to the satyrs and Pan, there were also creatures from both Greek and Roman lore known as fauns. Now, those won't be the fauns from Happy Days that at least the older members of the audience will be familiar with, but no, these were little, once again, goat and sheepmen. These little fellows would go around the forest and if any lone travelers were about, it was their duty to go create fear. So, going back 2,500, 3,000 plus years perhaps, who knows how long, mankind has always had stories of these little human-goat hybrids. Stories of these goatmen didn't stop with the Greeks and Romans, though. If we move into the early Middle Ages, going all the way through the Renaissance, if you look to the Alpine regions and their folklore, you have the Perchton. These were, once again, little goat and sheep-like creatures, mainly described as being quite beastly. In some occasions, they were old hags. But these were an offshoot of the, Alp the Alpine pagan goddess Perchta. Now, you may not be familiar with Perchta or the Perchton running around Central Europe, but you are familiar with another creature from their line of folklore. These days, during the Christmas season, we always hear more and more about Krampus popping up. Now, Point Pleasant is where the first sightings did occur. Well, near Point Pleasant, in Mason County, in the greater Point Pleasant region. But if you want the real hotbed for sheep squatch sightings, you've got to travel about an hour, hour and a half south to Boone County. Now, Boone County, it's a sparsely populated, heavily wooded, heavily hilled and hollered region. I can tell you from firsthand experience, there are trails that can get you anywhere you want to go in Boone County, but they're like a labyrinth. Maybe the sheep squatch is more of a minotaur. Anyways. Boone County is beautiful. Just stick to the beaten path. Be careful where you're going because in addition to Sheep Squatch, you all make sure you steer clear from any dancing outlaws. And I took the butcher knife and put it up to her neck. I said, if you want to live to see tomorrow, you better start frying them eggs a little bit better than what you're frying. I'm tired of eating sloppy, slimy eggs. Staying in 94 is when we have our first Boone County sighting. Now, this one does come from a couple of kids, so you've got to take that kind of for what it's worth. But I think it's worth a fair amount in this case. You see, kids will make things up, especially if they hear stories, but tales of the sheep squatch from up in Point Pleasant hadn't exactly made the national rounds, or even the local rounds, really. It's an interesting story, but you're not going to get widespread publication of it and especially not that's going to reach out and really capture the imagination of some children. Now, these two kids were playing outside, and they saw a creature going by their backyard that, at glance, you would almost think was a bear, except it was white, and it was walking on its hind legs. So, maybe just a fanciful tale, but being that it occurred on the same year and fitting the same description, I think this is worth taking some note of. It's curious, if nothing else. The following year in 95, there was a couple driving through Boone County. 
they were heading just down some, I'd say long stretch of road, but they're all winding roads in Boone County. But as they were driving down the winding road, they noticed something up ahead of them in the ditch. And it caught their attention. This wasn't a creature that they'd really seen anything quite like before. So they pulled over to stop to have themselves more of a look-see. And it was fitting the description of our friend Sheep Squatch. The only difference from this couple's account was they say that the creature had four eyes. Now, all four eyes here apparently didn't like all the attention it was getting, because in this case, the creature decided to charge at the couple. So they dashed back to their car and took off as fast as they could. But not quite fast enough. The creature was able to slash out and leave several long gouges on the side of their car. Now, by about anybody's reasoning, one would say that Boone County's out in the sticks. It's pretty fair. But living out in the sticks certainly has its advantages. One of those advantages is you don't have to go far to enjoy nature. And that's what one couple was doing in 1999. On their property, they had their own home, but they could just hike up a few hundred yards into the forest and come to a nice little clearing that they'd made into just a nice little area for camping and getting out and enjoying a night. So one summer evening they were doing just that. They'd gone out, prepared camp, had themselves a little campfire dinner, and as the night wore on they were settling in for the evening. While they were relaxing around the campfire, they heard a rustling off in the distance. Now, black bears are a native species to West Virginia, but they're not one that you run into terribly often. Personally, I can say I've seen maybe one my entire life here. But they're definitely out there. Now, a bear out in the woods catches scent of your food, you're gonna have some problems on your hands. So, understandably, the couple was kind of tense. So they sat there a moment, hoping the bear would just carry on its merry way and not be too interested in what they had going on. Bears are just as scared of you as you are of them, right? Well, that would be the case maybe if this were a bear. But out from the brush line, suddenly, terrifyingly, the creature burst into their camping area, heading straight for their fire. Just a ball of white fur, horns, and fury. So the couple booked it. Sprinted hundreds of yards all the way back home. Not daring to look back. Can't say I blame them. Now, the next morning they decided that they had to go check on things. If it was just a bear and their imagination had gotten the better of them, wouldn't be too much to worry about. Pick up anything it didn't destroy and take care of the mess and come back home. They did go carrying a couple of guns, of course. Good God-fearing folk they were. But once the couple got back to the clearing, they saw something they were not in any way prepared for. They expected some minor destruction of their belongings, but the entire clearing, all the dirt had been torn up tilled, as if it had been tilled for gardening. No normal creature does anything like this. 
The term sheep squatch may evoke certain imagery just by hearing the name, but this creature is not unique, at least not in terms of American folklore creatures. Let's take a look at a few others. The Maryland Goatman. In Prince George's County, Maryland, since sometime in the 1970s, there have been reports of a Goatman hybrid that goes around terrorizing people and killing dogs. So this guy's not winning many fans. And uh, descriptions are fairly vague of this guy. They just say he's a Goatman hybrid. Not very exciting. But I don't recommend going out and trying to get a better look at the fella. Most reports state that he carries an axe. The Lake Worth Monster In 1969, there were a series of incidents that occurred in Lake Worth, Texas. They were all chalked up to the Lake Worth Monster. Now, the Lake Worth Monster is a bit of an odd one because not only is he half man, half sheep, he's also half fish. That's too many halves, but this little guy, he's mainly good at scaring people. One time he did chuck a tire at a group. It's a little terrifying, but you know what? We do have a photo. And how can you be mad at that fuzzy little guy? The Popelik Monster. Now, the Popelik monster is a goat man who lives at the Popelik train trestle that's near Louisville, Kentucky. I include this guy on the list because he is technically a goat man, but don't go looking for him. Go look for the Maryland goat man, even if he has an axe. Go swimming, looking for the Lake Worth monster. Come to West Virginia all day. Come here, search all around. Plenty of sheep's watch to go around. Don't go to Pope Lake. It's a train trestle. 750 feet across. Almost 100 feet high. And the Goatman sightings are the result of people dying on the train tracks. Because supposedly you can summon the Goatman if you cross the train tracks. It's 750 feet long. If you get halfway across that bridge and a train's coming, you're just another victim of the Goatman. And you never get to see him. Don't play on train tracks. Don't worry about the public monster. I bring him up just so, in case you come across him in searching for goat men, that you know to not look for him. Don't bother. Louisville, Kentucky is fairly close to West Virginia. Come on over. Find Sheep Squatch instead. Now back to the Sheep Squatch. Our most recent sighting occurred in 2015. This was over in Folks Run, Virginia which is east of West Virginia, but only by about 10 minutes, depending on which way you're coming from. In Folks Run, there's an area known as Brock's Gap. In Brock's Gap, there's a campground. And one summer evening, six campers decide to set up a little post down there. Now by the campground runs the North Fork Shenandoah River. And as the evening went on, and towards midnight, one of the campers decided to go Hang out down by the river. Just enjoy the evening sky. A little nice breeze, I'm sure. And while I was sitting there, he noticed something up on the hillside across the river. Something unnatural. So, 
like any reasonable person would do, he decided, hey, I'm gonna call the rest of my friends over here, see if they can help me figure out what I'm seeing over here. Well, he got the attention of his friends, but he also got the attention of the creature on the hill. So as quick as it could, the creature began racing down, got all the way down to the water's edge and started looking and sniffing around for some place to cross. Unfortunately, the North Fork Shenandoah River is not all that deep. Once at the water's edge, the creature began to wade through, much to the shock of the campers. The group raced back, putting some distance between themselves and the beast. As it emerged from the water, the campers noted that in addition to having the standard traits of our sheep squatch, as described previously, it also had a jutting, sharp, angular chest, kind of like a a dog's chest, but a giant dog that was standing upright. Now, as soon as the creature emerged from the water, everything stopped. From the hills, a shrill, howling cry came echoing down. Then, with little more than a whimper, the creature turned around and waded back across the river and begrudgingly went back up the mountain. This was the last reported sighting of the Sheep Squatch. He hasn't been seen or heard from since. So that's where we stand on the Sheep Squatch. He's an interesting case because most of his sightings have occurred in the last 30 years. More of a regional folklore creature, he wasn't too well known until around 2013 when some monster hunting shows began airing episodes involving him on television. It wasn't until I believe 2017, 2018, that he really picked up some steam when he was included in the game Fallout 76. Sadly, we don't have much real-world evidence when it comes to Sheep Squatch. All we have are a few reports, and those are pretty vague, and I had no luck finding any original sources for these reports. No photos, no videos, no footprints, no hair. Just a name. But man, it's a good name. So what do you think? Is there a large humanoid cryptid roaming the hills of West Virginia? And if so, is it just a Bigfoot? Some relative of Bigfoot? Or is it a different type of creature entirely? To me, it sounds like something different. But let me know what you think down in the comments. Appalachia is full of tales of worry and wonder. And I'll be bringing you plenty more here soon. If you enjoyed this video, be sure to go check out the video on the Flatwoods Monster. You might want to subscribe while you're at it. So, till next time, I'm Sean, this is Dark Vandalia. I appreciate you.